Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are just as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They're milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. Guys, surprise. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. I am Ryan Bailey. Happy 2021. I bet you didn't think you'd be hearing from me, but I uh, I don't believe that. I think you deep down knew that you would hear from me. Hello. How are you? How are we? So let me take you through. Some, this is crazy, you guys. I'm so hyped up because I just did a close to two-hour interview with my guest, Lucy O'Connor. You know her as Lucy on the Ground or Lucy on the Ground with Rocks from Instagram, one of my favorite Instagram accounts, and we do a Salt Lake City recap from this past week. But of course, the Kim and Kanye news broke right 40 minutes before we talked. So we have been talking for the last couple hours, and there's a very huge portion of this. I think the first 40 minutes is all Kim and Kanye. And then at the end, I think there's like 15 more minutes of Kim and Kanye where we break more news. Um, so this interview is, I, I was so excited to talk to her. This is two pop culture lovers. So if you guys are pop culture lovers out there, which I know you guys are, you are going to love this interview. I'm telling you. And the Salt Lake City recap is chef's kiss. I'm just, that's the first time I say, I said chef's kiss in 2021. Let me uh, get into some news with me since I've gotten so many questions. Last week I talked to you guys and I was, um, uh, I was getting, I, I have COVID. I, I had COVID. I think I'm not having COVID any longer. I think, I think I'm all right, but I'm still at my parents' house. I'm exhausted. I get tired so quickly. In fact, that interview that I just did, I'm trying to rush this out because the Kim and Kanye thing just broke and I want to be one of the first people to, to be able to get it out there for your, for your ears. But, um, I get worn out really quickly I did two podcasts last week, one for the Patreon and one that got released uh, to you guys. And then the next day was one of the worst days I had with the sickness. So right when I thought I was getting better, then I just took a turn for the worst the next day. Like this thing is no joke. Uh, wear a mask. That's I, I know that. So I'll just be that annoying guy. Wear a mask. It, it tore through us. My um, sister's mother-in-law just got out of the hospital yesterday and she's still, uh, you know, just really hard time breathing. Um, but each one of our family members uh, got this thing and it, um, you know, fuck COVID and uh, but we're going to be OK. And that's the main thing. And but it, the brain fog, you guys, was next level. I still today I was <clears throat> Lucy's in Chicago 
And she told me, uh, you know, CST time. And it took me, I would say, a solid 15 minutes of trying to figure out what Arizona to Chicago time is. And I still got it wrong. Like I was using my finger fingers like an abacus. I was like one carry the two. Like I had to ask Google what time Chicago time. That's how bad it is. And then sometimes I'll just then just stare into space. Like I'll just I'll have a thought and I just won't even I'm like, where'd that thought go? And then I'll just sit there wondering what that thought was. The brain fog is crazy next level. So um, this thing, I, I, I know a lot of people have gotten this and they're asymptomatic. I don't. I'm like, wow, I wish that the headache is still, I wake up with a headache every day. So slowly coming out of it. But of course it changed my plans in that I was going to a daily format um, this week. And so uh, that's not happening this week, uh, but I did want to release something to you. And celebrity news and gossip and pop culture just doesn't quit. And I can't not be part of this conversation, you guys. This is what we train for. This is what I this is what I do the heavy lifting for is moments like this because this is very exciting and tragic and all of that stuff. But man, whew, man, you had the, the Harry Styles news yesterday with the Olivia Wilde. And we talk about that a little bit in this podcast as well. But uh, how are you girls holding up with that? You guys, you guys OK? A lot of girls hearts were broken and, you know. I'm a Olivia Wilde fan, so I, you know, but I like them. I, I think it's a real thing, too. I don't think it's just for publicity. I'll say that much. I'll, I'll say that much, damn it. Uh, my parents are doing really good. My mom um, is a warrior. Uh, she is the strongest one of all of us and really uh, took care of us. Um, you know, she really shines in times like these. And we'll get her on uh, next week and we'll go over this as a family because, you know, it's very fitting that I got COVID from Bill and Becky Bailey, most likely. So that's we'll we'll talk about that as a family, all of us together next week. So the plan is to go to a daily format next week or the the week after. I I don't know. I just got to make sure my health is um, good. And I did an interview, a couple interviews already this week that I you'll hear next week, I think that I was really happy with and really special and going to this smaller format on a daily basis. I'm really excited to share with you guys and I hope we can keep growing together. That's what 2021 is all about. Um, and I hope, uh, I hope you guys are with for me on that journey. Um, so yeah, I think that's the, that's the COVID thing. That's the Harry. We did that. We did that. But yeah, this conversation goes everywhere. Uh, Lucy O'Connor, I cannot say enough good things about her. She is probably the best person to talk to when breaking news like this hits because her, you know, and also her her takes on Salt Lake were just top notch. And I think it's really funny to boot. So I think you're in for a real treat. Uh, I'm interviewing somebody tomorrow. I might have another episode for you this week because it's kind of a pressing issue as well. We'll see. But I am. I'm going to get this out to you. I am exhausted, so I'm not going to talk too much up top as I usually do. But thank you for all the messages and the support. I'm slowly making my way through all of the DMs. I'd like to uh, say happy birthday to my friend Amy who listens to the podcast. Um, uh, It was her birthday yesterday. So happy birthday, Amy. She's a huge supporter of mine. Thank you, Amy. Um, And also, if you're wanting other episodes, go over to the Patreon. So uh, patreon.com forward slash so bad it's good. I just released a, an hour and a half OC recap yesterday with my friend, or this morning with my friend Emily Clayton. Sorry, my little details are still getting screwed up. And I'm going to be doing a Potomac recap, I believe, tomorrow on there. So if you want more stuff, there is tons of 
episodes over there for you to have. And it, it does help support this and this operation. And uh, I wanted to say Happy New Year's to all you guys. Um, and also shout out to Maritza Lopez, who does all my digital work. And, and she's always just been great. Uh, Megan, who's also been great to me and helps with the team. Like, you know, so my little team here uh, of getting this podcast out and about in 2021, we are in full full effect, you guys. Thank you for being part of it. And uh, here is my interview with Lucy O'Connor about Kim and Kanye West and Real Housewives of Salt Lake, episode eight recap. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. She take my money when I'm in need. She a gold digger, but she ain't messing with no broke, broke. Now I ain't saying she a gold digger, but she ain't messing with no broke, broke. Get down, girl, gon' head, get down. Get down, girl, gon' head, get down. Get down, girl, gon' head, get down. Get down, girl, gon' head. You guys, welcome back. My first guest of the year is somebody that I need to have for the rest of the new year. She is so insane with her pop culture knowledge, and she is somebody that you actually root for on this godforsaken app called Instagram. Uh, she just kind of knows everything, and I need to have her on to talk about last week's episode of Salt Lake. In that madness broke something so huge in terms of pop culture, and I'm not even talking about Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde. I'm talking Kanye. Let's get into it. Lucy O'Connor, Lucy on the Growth Rocks. How are you? I'm shook. I mean, this has happened to us before. Like we did this last time when we recorded. It was Dorinda, and it broke right before we recorded, or it was somebody quit, and now it was something. It was something crazy, and. The thing is, like, 40 minutes ago, this story broke, and we both, I, I mean, it's like we were, we've both been on our phones for 40 minutes. Like, this thing is unrelenting. Like, 20, I thought the Harry Styles, Olivia Wilde news was pretty huge. This is actual huge news. Well, and I kind of am wondering, like, why couldn't they have just put this in 2020? Like, we've all kind of thought something was going on. He didn't go to the island getaway. They're not hanging out. Like, this was on the horizon, <laughs> but 2021, like this kind of chaos up front, it is, I mean, it's a year to almost the date of when Harry and Meghan quit the royal family. Now Kanye is quitting the American <laughs> family. Like it is. Oh my God, that is, that is so, oh my God, by the way, that is so genius. Do you want to stop and make a meme of that really quick? I probably should, but no, no one's going to think of it. You, Okay, I just, just I'm telling you, this is what no. I love about talking to a fellow meme is that uh, your mind is just constantly trying to see what's going to be the best thing to post and what's going to be the thing that kind of communicates your feelings as quickly as possible. And your mind is racing through like every image of Chris Jenner, Kim, Kanye, everything. Well, that's you just the posted something thing. with Chris Humphreys. I, it's the craziest thing because I have so many, you know, I'm sure you do too. I have so many, I do not clean out my phone. I have all these images just of the Kardashians for reactions and whatever. And like, they have so much breaking news that it's all the time. And I don't know, it, you just, you go through these things and then you're like, well, I've used that recently, or I used this, the last saga 
You're trying not to A, repeat yourself. You're B, like, well, there's got to be another image than Chris saying, like, get the FBI on this. Like, you're. <laughs> or Chris with the gun. Or we'll see 100 with Chris with the gun, with Chris with the. Yep. Yeah. I mean, and then you have your favorite images, but you don't want to, like, you're right. You don't want to overuse them. You almost push the genre forward, which I'm not even, you've been in this game for a, a, a really, like, a decent amount of time, and you're very well respected. So there really is more on you than ever me. So I can just make bad jokes. You have to, like, do a step oh my God. above. You have to You're being so nice, and seats. you're selling yourself short because I laugh every time, like, Wait, I was, you broke the news to me. Like I saw your, on Instagram, I was scrolling and I was not been on my phone. I don't know why. It always happens that way too. I'm never on my phone. Um, and suddenly it breaks. Like I'm on my phone all Wait, you're never on your phone? No, I mean like when something big happens, like I'm scrolling all oh, the- Oh, gotcha, gotcha. I put my phone down or I have a big meeting or something and I go out of pocket or I try and distance myself this is when shit happens. Like I, you know, I watched Salt Lake. I was sitting here like, I'm gonna watch Salt Lake. So I'm up to date with Ryan. <laughs> I looked at your Instagram and I was like, are you shitting me right now? Like I am not in the zone. Oh, yeah, the, funny, the, the funny thing is my friend Emily texted me that immediately. And I was like, and like I'm trained where I immediately didn't even read the article. I go to it. I copy and paste. Yep. I didn't like how it, it put the page six. There was a huge, so I went to layout. I cut and pasted two images in and uh, just so I could like make it more palatable today. But it's so funny how quick you're moving. It's like robotic at this point. Oh yeah. And you're just, what are, we do, what are we doing to ourselves though? What are we doing? This isn't healthy. Oh. I don't know. And it's always like, I have people right now messaging me like Kardashians, Kardashians. I'm like, I am aware, but like somehow I'm not moving fast enough now. And I'm like, I feel like I've got, given you three it's, memes in 20 minutes. Like I, I, I'm trying. Well, that, dude, that's, I, I pushed out three memes. Was, okay. I'll be talking for an hour. And by the way, and I also told Lucy, I said, Hey, if you need to go be extremely online. I totally get it. And I do it. Lucy, if you need to be extremely online, we can come back. I, love that I get that these that things like, only happen. Uh, it, these things they, only happen once in a lifetime, Lucy. I mean, I mean, she might not have a divorce in her. She's gonna have another divorce. Would you? Come on. Well, sure, but I mean, not in this. Maybe not in this decade. This is like a new, or maybe yeah. not in this year. I mean, here's well, the deal. Do you want it? Can you pick this back up later? Do you want to? No, no, we're in, and I. Okay, are you sure? Are you sure? Yes. This is okay. No, no, I'm not worried about that. I just, I people need your art. That's what I'm worried about. I think this is healthy for us. And <laughs> like, you know, we've done a few. We were there for the beginning of it. And I have to say, I my last meme was like, okay, where's people in TMZ? Because where are we going off of here? Yeah. Chloe's posting inspirational quotes, and it's just page six, which is always the third. Like, we never get just page six. So where is you know, you well, you know who's happy as hell right now is Tristan Thompson. He's like, ha ha, off the heel. I'm back, baby. I'm back. Like, right. I'm, I'm talking now. He's topped um, off. Okay. I mean, besides Scott. Well, here's the deal. You said 2021. Why not do it in 2020? I think this is a very strong showing for 2021. I think this is mm -hmm. take the power back because I think this is for Kim and for Kanye. I think they, they both do not need 
we've talked about this for years, this possibility, this isn't a surprise. So I'm, my, my standpoint is this is a, this is something of strength. This is something of like 2021. I am taking you by the horn, you know? Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I think Kim has just had, I mean, an evolution from the beginning, obviously the sex tape from (laughs) all the way back, but even just all this because of Ray J, all of this because of Ray J. I mean, it really is. And she is a businesswoman. And we cannot that like, I know we give a lot of credit to Kris Jenner, but like, I think the one person Kris Jenner is not calling the shots for as much is Kim. Like Kylie doesn't do shit. Kris has to do all of that and like market Kylie. Like she doesn't even do her own unboxings. Like it is all (laughs) else except Kim. Like Kim wants to be a lawyer. Kim is like trying to be taken seriously. Like Kim is probably, I would go on the record to say, Kim will run for some kind of office. Like, I, I, in- I agree. I think she will run for governor of California in her lifetime. Uh, definitely yep. like a hundred thousand percent. And I believe she'll have a good chance of winning and people listening are rolling your eyes, but just think of how far she come in this family is um, not underestimate. And especially for the times that did not underestimate this family, you would be a fool to. Yeah. I think there's so much strategy behind it. And I think you know, I had always heard that Kanye was almost like her fifth child in a way. Like she loved him very much. A lot of this end of the relationship was protecting Kanye. Like he needed this, you know, I I don't comment on him because I do think he's gone through a lot. I think he's an artist and I think there is, you know, so much running through his head. And I think, I think you froze. I can see, I can see her. Is that better? there. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, the internet slowing down of this news story. I think so. I'm honestly like worried we're just gonna like the world's gonna. <laughs> but no, I think Kanye uh, like is, I think she's, I think people would probably laugh at that assessment that she's protecting him in a lot of ways. But I do think he, I don't know, he escapes the public eye differently. I think, I think think there's been a lot of that and I think she has tried to be there for him as he's gone through a lot you know over the years career-wise family-wise mentally like I think she has stuck by him but at this point I think the they just it I think both of them want this I don't think this yes a hundred percent I don't think this is Kim and I don't think this is Kanye I think they're both like okay we did good but like we're not living together anymore and everyone right now is living with their significant other pretty much. Like that is all we're doing. So. Well, what was fascinating about this season of the Keeping Up with the Kardashians was that it got revealed, you know, they saved this, that Kanye and Chloe both had COVID and Kim yeah. was supposedly taking care of Kanye, but he was in a different wing of the house, but we never saw him. We never, we just heard about him. And, you know, the rumors are that he spends most of his time at his his compound in, in Wyoming and in Cody. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's totally fine. I wonder, my only thing about Kanye, I wonder how he, I wonder if one of the holdups is his view on religion and where that kind of comes into play in terms of the bond and the sacrament of marriage that does uh i i do wonder about that because i think Mm -hmm. emotionally and physically they're very separated and they're okay with it and also i want to point out they both seem to love their children both very much so that doesn't seem to be a problem so it'll be interesting to see like kim is just as much of a billionaire as kanye is in fact you Mm -hmm. might be able to 
bet on her a little bit more because of her stability. But um, I would be curious how the financials will end up shaking out on this if it happens. Yeah, I for some reason don't picture it being messy. I don't think it's, you know, one of those Hollywood, they're not in a rush to get to somebody else. I think both of them are kind of just entering new waves of their lives and like their baby, you know, I feel, you know, Sam or Sam as Nori's black book calls him. <laughs> he, I feel like these kids are still very young, but I think this family has kind of shown that, you know, they can make co-parenting work and they have, whether they wanted to or not. It seems that everyone is now in a co-parenting relationship except Chloe. She's the <laughs> one. So who would have thought, man? <laughs> who would have thought? I swear Chloe. to God, if somebody says 2021 bingo card, I'm going to smack him up to that side oh, of the head. Dude, nobody has bingo. bingo cards this year. Nobody. There's no, it's, it's already filled. I mean, two, <laughs> two days, Harry Styles. And now this, like, Oh my God. I, the, 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 I, I literally thought that was like, and that was kind of a nice light story. That was a nice light story. Yeah. And then this happens, which is just huge ramifications because the Kardashians, whether anybody likes it or not, they don't, you know, is it, 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 it touches all points of media. It touches the music industry, the sports industry, the financial district. It really does tie into so many things. Also the, uh, pl- uh, the political angle is wild on this too, because as Kim wants to be taken more seriously, I do think there is a thing of like, Kanye, you go be that artist, but I'm going in this other direction and I need to be taken more seriously when I go into these things. And Kanye sometimes being an artist does not help that for Kim, you know? Except Kanye already ran for president. Kim can't put that down. (laughs) She had a chance to be first lady. She had a chance to be first lady. There was a small, small chance. Um, Well, and also we had, last night was the premiere of The Bachelor. I was going to bring up The Bachelor and Matt James. And now Matt James is completely, I don't even care about Matt James. I mean, I kind of didn't care last night either. I know you seemed like you liked it, according to your story. It was fine. I love first episodes of this show. I love me them all and then I there are always one or two episodes I or more I will skip in the middle like last season I thought was really entertaining and I ended up really rooting for Tasha at the end um and loving the changes and stuff but yeah season it's a little like I don't have anyone we don't know a lot like we don't know that Matt James is leaving mid-season and Tyler C's swooping in for the rest. <laughs> That's the storyline I'd like but so I I agree I think I don't know. I can't tell. A lot of times the strategy, it's so different now because like a Tuesday night breaking story would probably Tuesdays and Wednesdays, I feel like midweek because the magazines like go to print Monday and Tuesday night, but you're not operating under that anymore at all. No, you're only operating on that. If you want the exclusive in the magazine or getting the cover, but honestly, you just get the cover of people.com. Like you've got a, they've got a person on speed dial they can call her and say, here's the story we want to put out. This is what we want to tell you. And I'm just curious who leaked this to page six. I had only read a little bit. And, and it said multiple sources too, which I thought was yeah. interesting. I mean, I think I remember Instagram accounts saying this, and I'm going to not remember who said this months ago. I apologize to who you are. Like went on the record and said they're divorcing. Like current, like this is already happening. Like yeah. A- well, and I know Dumois had a blind last week mm. saying a huge A-list, A-list, A-list Hollywood couple are, are in the midst of a divorce. So I'm imagining that's what that blind was, um, yeah. which is 
Great. So yeah, this stuff, when you're dealing with two billionaires, this stuff is in the works for a while. So I'm guessing even when Chris and Kylie were doing their photo ops in Aspen last week, this was already well-planned. And do you ever wonder about the Kardashian family calendar? If Chris like does a different color for each girl, like, like, okay, Kylie's uh, face makeup is going to be on Wednesday. Kim's divorce announcement will be on Thursday. Uh, Chloe, we're going to do a little, uh, uh, we'll do a little Photoshop on your face on Saturday. We'll get people to make fun of it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, do you ever wonder how that calendar, because it's all very highly organized. I just, I wonder about the calendar and I really wonder about the text like group, like I, I said, like this is Kanye West is now another statistic on why they no longer allow men in the Kardashian Christmas card because like <laughs> we've like Tristan isn't allowed in, like Scott isn't in anymore, like Mason is about to be kicked off the card. <laughs> puberty and they're gonna be like Mason, you can't do this for you anymore. Like I just. I, I, I don't know if it's Hollywood and we're just so zoned in on a family of six kids. So you're watching these relationships being like, why can't anyone stay in a relationship? Why can't anyone, you know? And I don't want to put that on them because God knows what the pressures of Hollywood is, especially this arc that they yeah. have climbed. Like, I mean, I don't think people take them seriously a lot. And I think that's also to be said for like A-list Hollywood doesn't consider them A-list. And I yeah. think Kim plans to change that. I think, you know, her David Letterman interview, she's done all these things. She's Which, by the way, I really enjoyed the David Letterman interview. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, you're right. But, you know, did you ever watch the Godfather trilogy? No. Okay. Now, I know that it's, it's a, probably a blind spot for a lot of people listening, uh, but I grew up watching those movies and it's a trilogy. And by the third film, Al Pacino, it takes over for his dad in the first movie yeah. and he doesn't want to. He's a good guy. And by the end of the thing, he turns into kind of like the godfather after his father passes away. Spoiler alert. Um, and then by the third movie, he's like the like an old man like his dad was and he's trying to team with the Vatican and and flood money into the, the Catholic church to guide, to try to get reputability to, because like he's known as a criminal and he wants to mm-hmm. be a reputable man. So he tries to give all this money. And I find that a very kind of similar in a way and also of the passing of the torch potentially in this next 10 years from Chris to Kim, because Kim is the only one that could really, I don't think she's interested in it, but could t- take that torch. But you're right. I think respectability and um, now being culturally palpable to everybody across the board is the mm-hmm. next thing. And this fits directly into that, this kind of move. Yeah, I think so too. I, I'm curious. I'm just curious, you know, I don't know. Cause I'm not shocked. Like this isn't a no, no. announcement I didn't see coming. This isn't, you know, she'd said she's having another baby. I would have been like throwing myself against a wall. Like, it's, <laughs> Like, I just, I would not have believed that. This is believable. This is something I think a lot of people saw coming. And again, I think they both want. I just, what does the next, Tim, Kim is 40 now. Like, is Kim on the dating scene? Like, Kim yeah, is Van Jones going to make an appearance? Like, who do who do you date when you're a billionaire, uh, like head of a huge family and all this? Who do you even date at this point? I think it's like an Alexi Alexis Ohanan, like Serena Williams. Like I think you are 
it is i think she wants an intellect now not to say kanye isn't because i do think it's like, a different kind of intellect it's, it's a, different- a different kind like he's a musical ge- genius not recent albums but like you listen to Kanye and Jay-Z, old Kanye. Oh, God. I, I went to like, watch the Throne oh. Tour with them, and oh. I had one of the best nights of my entire life. That is at, the, at the best end, album. They played, is- they played uh, uh, N-Word in Paris 12 times in a row. And I'm not oh. joking, you guys. 12 times, to- every time. And by the sixth time, it was getting old. By the eighth time, it was exciting again. Every yeah. time, they were like, they literally had 30 minutes of that song, and it was the cool. I'd ever seen in a concert, but amazing if they did, if he, if he turned away from secular music now and went back mm-hmm. to his, I mean, I, by the way, I don't consider his old stuff filthy, but it would be not, I don't know. It'll, oh, it's totally the different. Of, well, yeah. The evolution of an artist is a thing. And I could get into how I think Kanye is the modern day Bob Dylan, but whatever. So um, I'm just really excited, not excited because this is tragic in some ways, but it's interesting in terms of pop culture because it does touch everything. And the new Hulu deal, how does this play a part of that? Did they know well, going into this? We haven't gotten any clarity on that Hulu deal. Like, is it keeping up with the Kardashians 2.0 or is it a talk show? Is it a, you know, are they making a Is it Poosh? Is it Poosh the show? Is it Addison Ray? I mean, like, oh. what is... I, but I do think Addison Ray is a part of that deal because the Demilio's just announced a Hulu show a, Hulu. A, a month ago on Hulu. And I was almost going, is this a part of the Kardashian deal? And it wasn't, but it led me to believe that Addison Ray then her family, because I thought they were grooming that family anyways. I did too. But uh, then, then I didn't expect- Where does that leave E? Is it like Total Bellas and that's it? And like Terry oh. Bradshaw family? E, E, well, because E News is done even. Like E yeah. is- I mean, it really, I give it, I give it a year and a half more before it becomes something completely different. They, that I just don't know, like they need to start just playing rom-coms 24 seven and not just bride wars. And then maybe it has a chance. Like I yeah. just feel like it's lost, you know, you have e-red carpet, which is the only red carpet I watch because the local networks one are frightening, but even that is kind of all over the place you're not sure who the hosts are anymore like ryan left juliana's joan Joan rivers passed away like there there used to be like i used to love joan rivers and there's these things you grow up with that then when it switches over it doesn't seem to have the same panache or style i ever get on board with ryan seacrest because i like to make fun of him you know right i yeah i i don't know what e does and i don't know what hulu looks like i'm interested and usually these kind of announcements come ahead of a season. And we know we've recorded a new season and that's the big deal. And like, you know, we know Kanye, the divorce is going to be a big part of it. I think Kim has kept Kanye very much out of keeping up with the Kardashians, except for like last season when he popped in a lot and everyone was like, what's Kanye doing on the show? <laughs> but like, I don't think she will allow this to be a secular storyline like, um, like Chloe is forced to, or Scott, or, you know, Kylie keeps Travis out of it. Um, I think, I, I don't see this being a big plot point minus the overall, like we know it's happening and we'll get one episode, like really like, all right. We'll get, we'll get five minutes of one episode that talks about the divorce. And then that stupid mime will come out and do a bit with Chris Jenner again, you know? Right. And then I do want to see, I am like, give me a Kim and, uh, Courtney take Miami again or like New York. Oh my God. Wouldn't that be amazing of two single, two single ladies coming back to face? Like, I mean, like, I think that would be 
um, that would be and it's genius. a whole different it's a whole different uh demographic again because these two women are in their 40s a courtney has had much less work done i think but like both look better than ever like let them go out on the town and be you know 40 year old moms with kids at home grow up you're, you're, you're the, the best people are the ones that know how to grow with their audience and let their audience mm -hmm. grow with them whether it be musicians whether it be like those are the best kind of art is when they diversify so this yep. is definitely uh in that realm of diversification um i guess uh real quickly harry styles and uh olivia wilde you recreated their couple name which is amazing styled. what is it styled so styled, styled s-t-y-l-e-d how do we spell it s-t-y-l-d-e now did we trademark this how are we making sure you get you paid know, for this i've seen it around a lot since you did it i i think it was the only obvious one so i don't want to take full credit like i think we all probably would have gotten there well um, i'm gonna sue on your behalf so that's thank you then you can have half the <laughs> half the money from it um I feel like I just, once I saw it, I loved it. And I'm not usually a quick bandwagon relationship celebrity couples. Like I have to like them. And this, for some reason I loved, yes, it very well could be PR. See, I believe it. I, I'm the guy I that believes it fully. Like, I feel like Harry Styles does know how to play the press very well. He's done yes. it for years and he is I'm even charmed by Harry Styles. I even listened to his album oh. and loved it. I'm very charmed by him. I love him in a dress and a suit. I don't care. Like I'm on team love Harry, him. but I will say I get worried. The funny thing was my initial thoughts were like, I totally believe it. And I hope Olivia protects her heart. I'm like, I hope this isn't just a fly by night thing. I hope this, cause the movie she she's directing the movie that they're mm -hmm. in. And that's, and by the way, Shia LaBeouf was supposed to play that part. Yes. So we would never have seen a Shia, Shia Olivia pairing, but Harry, I think, is a sweet soul. <laughs> this is so. But awesome. I think Harry's it's very easy to fall in love with Harry, and I yes. don't. If Harry, you know, Harry's twenty six. She's only thirty six. Which I thought she was older, but then there's all these stories. I forgot she like married a prince at one point, or like. Yeah, and then Jason, well, she was with Jason Sudeikis for a very long time. People forget she was on the OC back in yes. the day. Like, she really has a great career. Um, so it's interesting, but I totally buy it. The only thing that worries me was that I'm like, I just had that protect your heart, girl. Don't let him, you know, like, don't let him just use you up and spit you out. That was my only thought. Yeah, and I don't think Harry's like that, but I do think... Harry loves an older woman. We've established this. Yeah, he's admitted that many uh, times. Staple, like, you know, Tracy Ellis Ross, I think, was the last rumored, like, fling he had. So I just think, like, Harry, I think a guy is different. I think a young guy, he has to sow his wild oats or whatever the expression is. Like, I think she's 36. She has two kids. Like, she's probably at the height of her career now, like, being taken seriously as, like, a credible director as well as actress. Like, I think she's only going up from here and you don't want her wasting too much time on some like fling, but, which like have a fling, like go for it, girl. I respect it and I'm glad it's Harry Styles and I want all the details. But I also, I want Olivia to have love and I want- Yes, that- love. I want, you said you want Jason to have love. Is that what you said? I love Jason. He's a KC guy. My my thing, I'm well, I'm a Kansas guy too. So oh, right. I'm, I'm Olathe, Kansas. And like the thing with like Jason Sudeikis, 
I want him, I said this, I want him to date Dua Lipa. I want Dua Lipa away from that Anwar Hadid boy. I do not <laughs> like the Hadid boy. I want I Jason to date Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa I love, and the only thing I don't like about Dua Lipa is Hadid. So I want them to get together yeah. and then do some kind of like tour together. And then Jason and I Olivia was- can be backstage. I was going to say I want him with like a Zoe Kravitz now that she's single, but the rumor yeah. of Zoe Kravitz is with Chandler with, Tatum. I, also, do any of these people ever date accountants or just like, like nobody is like, oh, I date a, a administrative assistant. Like Khloe Kardashian needs to be with an administrative assistant, not with Tristan oh, Thompson. That's you know? the rom-com we need to write though. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or like the... He, the secretary at her agent's office, you know, like mm-hmm. where's that? Cause I think that's potentially somewhere where you would actually have a real relationship for the rest of your life. Not one of these guys that's going to cheat once COVID is over. Cause he's able to travel freely. But also you run into the other side of like, will someone get it? Like Jason and Olivia, like they got it. Like you have to tour for work. I have to do that. Like you, you understand and you have to trust like, if I married like a celebrity who's going out like a Harry Styles going on tour every six months, like I either have to go with him, but sometimes you're not going to want to. So like, yeah. how do you, how do you trust? How do you, how do you as yeah. an everyday average citizen, you won't get it. Like, you know, did you ever as a, did you ever as a young girl, did you ever, uh, who was your, who was your guy that you dreamed of marrying in terms of like uh, actor mm. musician or something like that? I, I I think I Kevin Costner has always been okay. On are you a Kevin Yellowstone? Costner's, do you watch Yellowstone? No. no, I we that is the one show we have not watched. Your, your fiance is like, no, you will not watch Yellowstone around. No, me. it's it's the show that like you know I don't know. I've been very behind on a lot of my shows. Like I caught up on Salt Lake today. I was just behind an episode, but like a lot of you get intimidated with all this media and all everything to consume, and everyone's like the Undoing. You've got to watch the Undoing. Yeah. <laughs> caught up in time for the finale because I was like it's like Game of Thrones over here yes. I'm the only one not watching Yellowstone we well, yeah you watch Undoing all in one day I remember from one your day. story we just, yeah yeah we just went through all of it like we, I was like okay we're either gonna do this or we're not my mom was like okay like it was a family affair and I I just I get behind on stuff and if things like Yellowstone like there's nothing breaking news about it I'm a little like okay, I don't have to do that right now. So every night we talk about starting it and everyone <laughs> loves it. But I just am like, do you really want to start it tonight? It's like Shit's Creek. We still have not watched Shit's Creek. I, I, haven't wa- I haven't watched the last two seasons of it. And I know I like it. I like it a lot. I just have not, you know, when there's so much noise, it's like now everybody's watching Bridgerton. Everybody on Instagram <laughs> is posting about Bridgerton and everybody's all horny for Bridgerton. And I just can't bring, there are certain things where I'm like, yes. I got to stay manly on this. I can't, I just don't like period pieces already, but That's I like, fair. do I have to watch it to be on Instagram with everybody? You know? No, it'll burn out quick. I'm just excited because I read all the books as like a, you know, 15 year old, like awkward reading all those romance novels and I love them. So they've been around for years. So to have a show now and everyone's like, oh, Bridgerton. I'm like, yeah, I've been on this train for half my life. Like, <laughs> Wait, are the books pretty faithful or is this like a complete readaptation? No, it's where- pretty, it's pretty um, the only thing they really did, which like with Shondaland, they made it obviously like the diversity of it all has definitely been completely different, which I love. And I think they did really well. And the casting has been so well. Um, 
there's like one big spoiler throughout the whole books that they released in the season, first season because otherwise people could have Googled it and figured it out if they let it go like to season four because in the books it comes later. But it's pretty, it's been pretty on and I I was skeptical. I really was worried and I love it. <laughs> well, okay, before we, we're going to get into Salt Lake right now, I know, but I just, sorry. the last thing I want to say though is that you brought this point up and I just, this is the thing that's, I've, I've been sick for like a week and a half and I thought, think about this every day because all I've been doing is watching TV and there's always another TV show to watch after the one I finish is that where, when, honestly, when are we expected to have our own lives and things happen in them? Because at this point, like I read an article where they're making 10 new Star Wars shows. They're making this, they're making that. I'm like, how? And all of them are good. All of them are good. So where do we, I mean, will somebody let us have like a month off of everything? Like just everybody agrees to stop so we can live our own lives and have kids and stuff like that. That was, I mean, with The Bachelor starting again already, and usually Bachelorette and Bachelor don't have like months in between. It's, yeah, it's a window of time. And this back to back, like last night, I was like, I don't know. And it's back on Mondays, which I feel like even in like a smaller sphere of when will we get time back? Like, I feel like Sunday, Monday nights or Saturdays, even like I don't have anything to watch. So I could watch something old or I could watch something new. Like I don't have the pressure of it. When Bachelor's back on Mondays, it's like, okay, that's two hours of my night. And I like Bachelor is something like I either have to watch or I'm going to skip it. Like if I don't watch it live, I'm out. I've really pulled back on like even Housewives this year. Like I've watched them all. I'm behind on Atlanta and I haven't watched OC actually. That was a complete lie. But like Southern Charm, I'm just like, I, yeah. can't, I can't take it on almost even well, though because you, you emotionally yeah well I mean but it's like Dallas premieres tonight or you know and I'm like yeah damn like I don't I don't know if I had like I feel like I I put a lot of energy into liking Salt Lake and I don't know and I feel like that's that was great the last couple of episodes have been a little slower but I really mm -hmm. still enjoy it but I'm like man I put a lot of energy into yelling about this show and now it's just, you realize there's four more shows just like it on every week, at least. Well, and your energy is just, I think people like, this is such a like 1% tiny violin moment, but like when you're consuming it and then also re like regurgitating it yes. in a way for people to digest it in memes or in podcasts or in your stories, like you start exhausting yourself. Like the sound of my own, I'm like, I shouldn't be posting anymore. Like, I don't like me. And people are like, well, where's your reaction to Salt Lake? <laughs> didn't you watch? And I'm like, yes, I watched. I just didn't message you about it. And like, that sounds so, I love that about what I have and what I've built right now, the last like month and a half. I'm just like, I don't have a lot to give right now. Like what? to every show. It is yeah, exactly because well because the way I like to consume media is very passionately and wholeheartedly. Yes. Like and the thing is, I used to watch these shows without my laptop, and now I'm taking notes the whole time. That's and it's like it's a very different way. Three years ago, nobody gave a shit about my reaction to any show. All I did was just watch all the time, and it was a lovely period of my life. <laughs> and it it, it 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 is funny though when people like actually care what you think about something, and I'm like, well. Well, then I feel bad. I'm well, like, but also, of course somebody was complaining online, some meme or something about like, well, you think this person's too slow and this character's too fast. Pick a lane. I'm like, no, everybody can have, 
every feeling about anybody. There's no, uh, I can scream till the cows come home that I think uh, Heather Gay is the heart and soul of this Salt Lake City cast, but that's just my opinion. It right. does not make it like, I, I would love for everybody to think that, but it's, it's not necessary, you know? I think it's very much because we're being the loudest and because you've built this, like then people are like, well, I don't agree with that. So why yeah. would you do that? And I'm like, well, no, no, sorry. I'm, <laughs> I get to do this. Like tell about it on your account. Like I'll share other points of view. Like I don't mind, like I'm all for following other accounts. Cause especially with like the Monique and Candace thing. Like we're all exhausted. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to be on a side. I don't like this anymore. Like, well, the Hilaria Baldwin stuff, I remember I was like having a blast posting memes last week when I was sick. And then somebody that I know kind of said, well, this isn't, this isn't funny. There's COVID out there. There's, there's a pandemic, yeah. which by the way, I, you know, I have COVID like I, right. that's what I've been dealing with. So like, I understand that there's a pandemic, unfortunately, or fortunately, this is what takes my mind off things that scare me. And I've always done this. So I'm not doing anything different, but it was interesting to hear somebody's reaction of like a Hilaria Baldwin meme of like having it affect them in a, in a different way. And I was like, I saw well, a lot of that with Hilaria. I saw, but I was like, you can go on your account. You can completely say whatever you want to about Hilaria Baldwin, but like, I don't know. It, it was, it was just something I've been thinking about a lot. And as it, as things get bigger or more people's eyes are on you, I, I always wonder, did you run into any issues like that or have you over the years as things have built no, for you? I feel like I've been, you've always been right. I feel it. Like, did you say? <laughs> You've always been yeah, right. I'm You've always, always on the right, right side of history. You know what? No, I'm great. <laughs> so <Yeah>. easy. <laughs> no, I feel like I, I think I've seen accounts not even do anything wrong. Just like take a stance. And I sometimes pull myself back. I feel like a lot more this year, I think, because everyone's connected to their phone and this is all anyone's doing besides like, you know, people are raising children, like kudos to them. Cause I'm just, <laughs> I, I can't imagine what it would yeah. be like. And by the way, that's when Hilaria Baldwin probably really regrets having so many kids. When this shit yeah. breaks, she's like, I really made a mistake. Yeah. She really wants to just relax right now and like <laughs> put herself in a room and she can't. She hears six um, kids screaming. Yeah, I feel like I just, I, I try not to go too personal, like too, there are just things I think about and I try and think about things a lot longer now before reacting quickly. Cause like, there's a lot of probably like mean thoughts I have about people I really don't like celebrity wise. Like we all have celebrities. We really, for some reason, no good reason don't like, and yes. then don't like for good reason, but yeah, I try not to make it like personal or go I don't want it to be too deep like yes if someone takes a stance on something that I don't believe like I'll say something but I I'm not trying to like come at someone really you know I feel I think of all the like the mom accounts like who come at each other for parenting things or you're watching these shows for different you know eating habits or I don't know what but I I'm not trying to I'm just trying to have fun and I yeah exactly I, and I want to do more and like still, but that's a personal thing too. Like I'm trying to do more and learn more and be better, like outside of the account. Like this is just a, like- a <laughs> Yes, outside. Of my yeah, I love that. Outside bit. of the account, I'm trying, I'm trying to be best outside of my account. So right. I want to be the person like my friends and family who know <laughs> like, respect. And like on here, I'm like, okay, 
Like I'm gonna rip into Hilaria Baldwin. Or oh, I post I post boxes. a photo of Mason Disick looking like a pimp like once every oh. couple of days, and I and by the way, and I think it's a it's a photo that makes me laugh so much. But yeah. the thing is, like, if Mason Disick, if Courtney Kardashian came out to me, it was like, hey, you really hurt my son's feelings for posting a photo. I would die inside. I would, oh, I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a softie and I'd be like, no, no, I, you don't understand. It's more of a, a metaphor for like, like I, you know, in my mind, but it, yes. it, is, it is interesting. If somebody came at me, I would crumble in a heartbeat, which is interesting. So it does make me, as I go into this more, uh, I'm like, okay, you do have to, there's a couple of times where I'm like, I've gotten it completely wrong. And I've been yeah. embarrassed by things that I've, a, a quick, easy joke sometimes is not the best on the, the end of the day when you're thinking about things. Um, okay, wait, I'm, I've taken so much of your time. Let's get into Salt Lake. No, you're Are fine. Are you okay? <clears throat> Are you yes, okay? Yes, I, okay. I was just waiting. There's sirens going by. I'm oh, sure. I can't. Perfect. Chicago. Oh. Yeah. yeah, this is just, you know, it's been- This a is just 2021, baby. I'm honestly a little like, this has been a, oh, there's just like 40 trucks right down there. Uh, well. It's probably a competing podcast trying to ruin my yeah, podcast. Yeah, they, they're like, she's recording. <laughs> yeah. Um, Okay, Salt Lake overall, where are you? What's your where are you on this show? I really enjoyed it. I think it came at a really good time. Great I time, yeah. In a like a time of being we're so like it came right after New York, I feel like pretty close. <clears throat> and New York, we were so flipped around. I feel like Potomac, we've had a year to know people were gonna be divided. I feel like it's a OC, people were like, I'm not watching, I am watching. Like I feel like this came at a time where it's like, let's all watch together and let's all go through like the, I don't think we've had this since we haven't since Dallas for everyone to just say, we're all going to start together. We're all going to see where we get. And, you know, it's a short season and I'm, I liked, I want it back. And I want that yeah. back. I've, I haven't had anyone I hate. I enjoy them all. I think like everyone's saying Jen Shaw's the only one on the chopping, chopping block. I can see that, but I think this last episode of Jen Shaw, I think Jen Shaw's shady enough or doesn't get it enough. Like something's not like, I think she's missing the arguments that she's making in her head. <laughs> I'm like, Keep her around. Like, well, she's, like I mean, she really justify does. She, this. she is a Tasmanian devil. And it is interesting to watch these last couple of episodes, bringing the, her father passing away, the Sharif issues a little mm -hmm. bit more. So it kind of humanizes and it slows her down, but she's just, I think it's a genuine thing that she does go a thousand miles an hour. Plus on top of that, if you look at the history of housewives, I'm sure that she does feed into that a little bit and mm -hmm. it almost encourages you to act your, your least graceful self at times because you see all these iconic housewife moments. I think she's like, okay, well, that's kind of how I am anyways. I think you end up kind of acting like a version of yourself, you know? Yeah, I feel like they've, I feel like you're at a dis, like a hindrance when you come in this late, like, the ones that are fans of the show. And honestly, if I was just coming on the show, I've watched them all. But if I hadn't, I'd still watch some of it. Like I'd still try and get my bearings of like, okay, what, how do people react? Or like, what have people hated? Like trying to guess what the fans think too. And I do think she's not worried about the fans. Which I appreciate. I haven't gotten that any of them are playing to the camera. I think no, I don't. a little over the top, but I do think that's her personality and that's how she'd react in a setting like to impress. Like, I think if she went to a party, she'd be over the top to like get the attention. 
I think the others balance her really well. Like I think yeah. a lot of I, these shows have a lot of Jen Shaw's sometimes. I feel like I don't feel I don't feel like there should be any cast changes made at I all. I don't either. I think it would be a really idiotic for such a strong start. Just because we've had a couple episodes that are, by the way, guys, really still solid. We we were just used to four episodes in a row that were insanely <laughs> insane. Good. So. I think we're kind of weirdly judging on these weird standards, but then if you compare it to something like OC, which is in like batshit crazy world, I watch it every week. It's not even a competition. Like Salt Lake is a housewife shows with new stories, new people. OC is in some kind of weird QAnon universe now that I don't even, I, I just can't even imagine every time yeah. I watch it, it's like the darkest comedy that I could imagine. So it works on a different level than a housewife show. Yeah. Funny, but not, it's, it's kind of so um do you do you find seth marks uh do you what do you like him do you want do you like him and meredith i'm rooting for them and i really i don't know why there's nothing i i don't i think i i don't know i believed their story i thought it was really on the camera like that would be the thing i questioned first more than jen shaw is how quickly Seth and Meredith were like, huh, I guess cameras are here. We'll have to film this like right now. And it's like, most people are keeping shit hidden. Like that was yeah. <laughs> season for you to be like, fine, I'm leaving. Fine, I don't want you here. Wait, I love you. Like it's well, a little like- The car ride, the, uh, uh, she picked him up from the airport, yes. you guys. And it was like this great, I talked about this scene. I crack up because- normally it's a like they're kind of like oh it's a first date kind of a vibe mm -hmm. and da 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 and then he's like i'm really loving what i'm doing in canton ohio it's great over there and she's like well i just my uh my job's here and then he literally a normal guy would see cameras and be like okay babe and he was like well no the job's in canton canton ohio you've got to go to canton with me come on and like he did not let it go and she just seemed it completely ruined that moment between them and then led to that scene where you're talking about where he goes i just think we obviously do need more time apart and she goes i don't disagree with you and it was wild because she's yeah. in a Meredith Brooks bathrobe that she sells. And uh, it's so, but then in this, we open up this show with um, after the, uh, you know, that Meredith and Seth, we open with the kind of like one of the scenes. Well, there's a couple of scenes before it, but I was going to talk about that scene with Meredith and Seth where he's like, you know, if you put in 10% work, I'll put in a thousand percent work you know like he is very like wants her back i think yeah i think this whole episode was probably the first time well it's the first time we've really had that's the first time all three men have been together like the only person yeah. not there was mary and her husband but everyone else is that <laughs> meredith uh lisa yeah lisa's husband was there, oh, Sharif and, was whitney's, there. and whitney's husband so that was the first house husband's kind of moment and then Whitney's husband left, which I feel like good for him because the conversation over the, not foosball table, I can't remember what that's called, the air hockey. Or yeah. Whatever, I, it, yeah. They were all saying the same thing. And I didn't think it sounded great in an overall story about their marriages. Not to say that I haven't, I, I'm not married yet even. So like, I can't even say what it's going to look like in 20 years. So I respect like, the changes and admitting that there are struggles and admitting what has to change. But I thought Sharif was kind of hanging Jen out to dry. 
I yeah yeah I, Seth and Meredith have kind of just been really open and they're just so lackadaisical about it all now they're just kind of like you know you just hope it works out and you hope <laughs> you love each other and sometimes it won't like if she's happy and I'm happy oh well like the kids are old enough now like they're so like you said the perfect word lackadaisical and I I implore you and everybody out there I I is that if you watch, um, like I watch Southern Charm under the guise of Patricia and Michael are banging secretly. Like if you watch, if you watch the, if you watch all of their scenes with that in your mind, you'll start putting that you're like, oh my God, I can totally see it. I'm imploring everybody from here on out. Anytime the Marxes, any Brooks, Seth or Meredith, they're on screen. They seem like they're all completely Xanaxed out all the time. Like they're, like they're like, hey, I don't disagree with you. We should probably take some time. Dad, why were you not at my show? I needed you there. <laughs> Son, I cannot promise it won't happen again. All the same level. I think that's like a, like, it's almost like an accent for that. Like as a fan, <laughs> they've developed their own language. Like, I just think like, what, what happens when Meredith laughs or screams? <laughs> what is the tone? I don't think it happens. And I, I love her for it. I love her vibe. I, for some, I could never be that. I mean, I'm talking with my hands right now. Yeah, oh, I'm screaming. There is something respectful about how she's just nodding a lot of the time and then just kind of like smiles where Lisa's like, smile, smile, smile. I'm a bitch. Like it yes. has a range there of like faking it or like actually being a bitch. She's covering up her bitchiness. Meredith is just like, you know, it'll be- well, I don't have to tell you anything, Jen Shaw, which Jen Shaw saying that she like is opening up. So Meredith opens back up as she's telling everyone that Meredith is. (laughs) That's the kind of energy I do like from Jen Shaw. The the self-awareness is gone that she is justifying to the camera days later. I'm trying to be open here and she won't be open with me as there's another scene happening with Whitney and Heather. And I'm like, I respect how much you don't see that you are not a trustworthy person. Uh, obliviousness is a great trait of any housewife. If you're oblivious, yes. there's odds on favorite you're going to work out, you know, in, in, in some sort of way. Um, but the poor Brooks can't even, the parents have not taught that kid how to make facial reactions. He has one reaction at all times and it seems nonplussed. Well, I want I the kid gotten- to smile. I want the kid to like, he just seems like he's silently judging at all. I feel I'm being judged by Brooks and I'm not even in the scene. You know? In the room. Yeah. I, I feel bad. I think that's also kind of the first four episodes, like we said, were so like, oh my God, what is this show? And they could not have kept that energy up for a whole season because next season would have sucked. Like I, it sucks that it wasn't a little more of like an up, down, up, down, like what to expect. Like, cause now we're all like, eh, kind of plateaued, but it's still good. Like, don't worry, it's still good. But I think like, it is still good. I think Brooks sadly was a part of that. Like, who is this Brooks kid? Like, this is so entertaining. And now a lot of people are being like, oh, everybody's everyone's turned, turned on him. We've had a, this is how great pop culture is now. It's, it comes at you so hard where this kid has had the span of a 10 year career in six episodes. Yes. Like he's already, he's already at retirement age by next episode. Like we've already loved him, hated him. Yes. (laughs) 
two more episodes. He has like a full long haired wig on. Like he's just, I, but it is funny. Like we, we went from love to hate to making like the, to loving the tracksuit to not liking the tracksuit to um, I, I just feel like the one thing I just find it weird. And we get it even in this scene where he, we've had three episodes in a row where he's told, like, dad, why were you not at my fashion show? And this time they FaceTime him and he goes, He's with, and this is right after him and Meredith like kind of agreed to like, let's let's try to work on this and get back together. I love you. I love you. The son calls and the son goes, hey, dad, why weren't you at my show? Like literally immediately again. And then Seth being Seth, a normal dad would be like, buddy, I'm sorry. It'll never happen again. Seth goes, I can't promise that it won't happen again. Yes. I'm like, what? Oh my I God. Think it's not even a lack of filter. I just feel like, I feel like as a family, I'd love to see the other two kids, but I do feel like there is a solid like honesty or relationship or something. Like, I, I don't know, they're like, they're like, okay, we're gonna separate because this just isn't working. Like, no, I don't really like you that much. Like, you know what, we'll figure it out. I'm gonna go to Ohio and we're gonna see what it is. And they're telling people about it. Like Jen Shaw acting like Meredith hasn't been open about it. I guess the difference is, Meredith is being so open in her testimonials, which is interesting. And like with Seth, but I don't blame her for not telling the women also because we, all we know is that Heather and Whitney are cousins or like third cousins even. And uh, Lisa and Meredith are really close. And then there's a scattering of like, well, I've known her since college, but I've also only known her two years or like we've hung out in the same circles. So these aren't best friends. Like the Whitney, I love the Whitney Heather of it all because like that's family. In some sense, like we're having those side combos. I think Jen is expecting like, you guys, we're a cast. Like this is a group, like tell each other shit. Like we have dark issues that we need to. And Meredith is like, I don't know you that well. Like, I don't know you. <laughs> Calm down. Yeah, but well, I don't the know. The amazing thing about Meredith too is that I, I think it's a... I'm very sad that obviously we're not going to see, I thought we were going to see the other person she was dating that was referred to in New York. Obviously we are not going to see that. And that's another, that seems like a very Meredith Marks thing though, is that like, okay, you can mention that that happened, but I will not be bringing this person on the show. And obviously that is something that is in the past, which I feel she is very controlled. So we heard about it, but we're not going to see it, which kind of controls that narrative in a way. Well, it's also so interesting in comparison to the, and you have to wonder what the reunion is going to hold because I feel like- Which is this week. They, they recorded this week. They recorded? Okay. I was going to say, I knew it was coming up and I don't know how many episodes we have left. What, two? I think, uh, well, no, I think we, it's like a 12 episode season. So I think we have oh, okay, good. four. I yeah. thought, okay, good. Um, I think it's interesting looking at like, obviously two different situations, but- and I just don't know if Meredith is going to react at the reunion, seeing Jen Shaw spreading these lies, like, or truths, whatever they are. Like, maybe she just doesn't know yet. But is she going to be like, well, Jen really shouldn't have talked about that, but whatever, like at the reunion? Because the opposite of that is the, you know, Monique against the Potomac women and this undercurrent rumor that as a viewer, a lot of us didn't even know about. You only knew about it if you follow these accounts that have like said like, okay, there was a plot. Okay, like we've had a year to build that up for them. Like Salt Lake isn't building anything up. This is all coming from the show. So I'm just wondering like, what does the reunion look like as they're watching this too? 
But I think that's what's going to be so refreshing about this reunion is that you only like we only get opportunities like this. Like they're only going to have their first season once. And yeah. I like that we're at, we're very savvy as an audience now where I feel like a lot of us will appreciate seeing that kind of energy because we're not five seasons in a Potomac and we're, we don't have five seasons of like pent up, you know, rage and anger and things like that. So it'll be interesting to see how fresh things are for all of these ladies. Uh, we only had one scene with Mary Cosby in this and it was very interesting. It was, she calls her son and she's like, when you buy your girl a Prada purse, do you spend my money or yours? And then he's like, uh, why? He goes, well, that person is going to, um, that person's going to outlive your relationship or something. And he's like, yeah. I'm sorry. Like he spent, a, he spent his mom's money, which is inevitably the church's money on a Prada purse. Well, and yeah, I didn't miss Mary this episode. I'll miss her in the future episodes because what's been said is that there were two different production crews Companies, yeah, yeah, yeah. signed on. So that's really interesting going forward because I watched this late. So I saw people like reacting last week being like, where's Mary? Where's Mary? And I was like, oh shit, what happened to Mary? Thinking she quit mid-season, we have like a walk-off or something. I'm like, that sucks. But no, it's just- the filming's going to be so interesting how they patch her in like that she's not at Jen Shaw's party is it because she wasn't invited like that's kind of where it sucks that we know too much yeah it, it does Andy have to address at the reunion okay Mary like you were part of a different production company <laughs> I think really upset because like a lot of people don't know that I wouldn't have known that if some other account hadn't like posted that like and it wouldn't have made sense why Mary just disappeared without explanation so, but uh, you know, what's crazy is that Mary seeds. did all of the, like what the, I mean, it really is like a real dis, not disservice, but it's crazy for Mary to give up all of, I mean, to put yourself out there when there are so many questions about your business and your church, Yes, you literally are, you gave up, you gave up all of this for fame. And I think it's going to end up really biting her in the ass. And she's not going to even, she didn't get the fame that I think she might've thought she was going to get. And now I think the eyes are going to be completely on her. I don't think she'll be back for a second season. I don't I either. Think, I think it's going to get very, I think there's going to be a lot of legal issues uh, from here on out for her. So it's, it's really it, interesting. It's the Teresa Judice of spending cash at all those ugly furniture stores season one and everyone being like, and I, and I don't know anything about her church. I don't know, like, I, but I do think the money that she has around her, like, it is, it's raised a lot of eyebrows. I yeah. find it fascinating. I find her fascinating. I do think there is, I thought of this today, like, when I didn't see Mary in the episode, I kind of was like, you know what? Like, her her shine might just be too bright for this world. <laughs> like, it's a comet. It's a comet she, that burnt out, you know? Yeah, she can't laugh. I don't think she comes back for a second season. I think Bravo will throw money at her, honestly, because she, she doesn't, that is the one person, probably across all the franchises, who I think is the least acting for this. That is oh, yeah. her, and that is what is, fascinating that a person out there exists that is like talking about the champagne grapes 
that like 500,000 lives were lost. Like, Oh, I mean, you, you can't, you, uh, as a writer, you could not write, write a it. line like that in a million years. Mm -hmm. That is straight out of one of the best comedies that you'll ever see. And it mm -hmm. works on 10 different levels. And the fact that we know she means it is why it works. You know, like it yeah. gives it, we are like, this completely makes sense for who you are. And it's so specific. Like comedy is in its specificity. I always like talk about that. And this is so specific that it worked 30 levels all at once and you love her and you hate her all at the same time. Uh, the sad thing is it's like, that is a real person that actually has done some real things. So it'll be interesting to see how that all shakes out. What, um, Whitney, where are you? I love Whitney. What do you think about Whitney? I I, I, Whitney. She grows on me more and more. Yeah, I think Whitney is a kind of Tinsley for me. I think we talked about this before. Like, I think there yeah. are supporting actors and they can win awards as well. They get nominated for Oscars and Globes, just like the- I love the supporting actors. Those are where right. you get to really shine. And I think a lot of housewives don't want the supporting role, even though you're going to get an Oscar either way. Like, you know, I think a lot think they need to be the one to drive the conversation or be in the limelight. And people don't take a step back. I think you have to appreciate those, you know, I would say a- uh, Tinsley, I'd say Taylor Armstrong, I'd say there's people who just don't need to be the loudest and their story is still like, it comes across, it works and they are part of it. Yeah, exactly. We'll hate that because they don't like Tinsley. Eileen, like my girl, Eileen, just yeah. there but, and, by the way, and those are the people, those are, uh, those are foundation players, you know, and Found I think that it does. It, I don't want to say filler. It is a foundation. They've, they've, keeping the structure strong because they also have a little more of the voice of reason. And I think Whitney, you can see in her reactions, you can see in her, you know, the family stuff she's going through. Like, I think she is very real as I think Heather is as well. I just think Heather is a star. Yeah. I think, I, I think Heather, see Heather and Whitney to me, they are a team unlike, yes. I think very Sonia and Ramona. I think, uh, I think it's like, I, I love them together. I, but Heather really is a true star when she literally, when that, when that, um, Chiron comes up with single rider, when they go, when they go <laughs> snowmobiling and she's like, well, you know, everybody has people, but sometimes it's great to just be on yourself. And it was one of the biggest girl power, uh, take back the night moments for me where then she invokes my favorite fucking musical Grease 2 and does cool writer Michelle Pfeiffer. I'm like, I'm in love with this lady. I think I might be in love with, like Leah McSweeney, move over. I think I might be a Heather Gay stand completely now. Yeah, I, sh she's, and I, I didn't get it. Like I got it and I liked her in the first few episodes, but I thought people were like really high on her. And I've, saw that with Leah and I was like, I'm going to kind of take a step back. <laughs> I don't want to jump down. I'm going to step back. <laughs> I just feel like we like, oh, a new person. And it gets really exciting. We're so we hungry. We're so housewife. hungry. Yeah, we're so hungry for a good housewife. And I still think Leah is. But I think where Leah and Whitney, not that Heather's probably any older than them. They're probably all the same age. Heather or Whitney and Leah seem younger to me and like more my age. And Heather seems like, you know, I've got these adult, like teenage kids. I'm going through, I love, I love a housewife going through a phase. And I, I've said before, New York works because of all those single housewives, like in their single season, when they were all single, that was some of the best because they, they were single. That wasn't acting. Yeah. That 
they were all recently divorced. They were all, I think Heather is going through very real stuff and just being like, shit, I'm already upset about that. I'm already kind of, you, you know, I'll tell you all, I don't care. Maybe it's therapeutic. She's almost using this as like a therapy sounding board. She's like, I'm not going to censor myself. Like it's, <laughs> but, but, but by the way, like most people that would do what you're saying, like it almost like you are like, Oh, well, that person must be really confused. Heather seems like she knows herself. Heather yes. seems like this is a woman that is, you know, that, that I, I feel like that's why it's like almost a Shakespearean character to me mm -hmm. because she feels like she went against God in a way. And she feels like there is a, the, the, this, that kind of thing. But at the same time, she knows what she wants. She's like, you know, this might, but I know I like drinking. I know I like hooking up with guys sometimes I know. And she, you're like, I love that there's no shame in that for her. I love that there's like, I, and I love that she, when I saw that her on the snowmobile, I thought that was mm -hmm. such a powerful image and and thought of just like, I like being a single rider. This is great. You know, like I thought that was but so then cool. Bravo, Bravo also saw it because Bravo's showing everyone else wiping out with <laughs> indication. It's like, I think Bravo really like leans into someone and they do like a face of the franchise. And that's, you know, why Bethany really worked out. And then it was like, I feel like they like, someone who's going to take the bull by the horns. And that's like a Marge. Like I think Bravo loves those people who they don't think are also going to screw them over like a Kelly Dodd. Like they can't fire Kelly because Kelly's the first person who will sue them all. Like, I feel like it's someone who's sane, someone who's funny and Bravo like sees that. And they're like, we're going to celebrate this. Like yeah. gonna and show that, you know all these wipeouts and be like, Go but I thought that was so cool that like from episode one, I liked Heather, but what I love is that my like for Heather has built into love by this episode Agreed. where I'm just like, I could watch this girl with her kids. I could watch this. And there's something very different of watching somebody say Heather with her daughters, as opposed to a Giselle with her daughters, where I think her daughters are almost like, damn, mom, I, uh, you're teaching us what not to do, but we're still good kids. We're still great kids. But yeah. I don't think Giselle sometimes shows them a great example of certain things. And Heather's out there being honest. Heather's out there with her. I mean, they're both amazing sets of kids, I think, but it's very different in the approach, what Giselle's doing with her life, as opposed to where Heather is. Well, and I think also just the, you know, there's such a, what, how many characters are on Salt Lake? Six, seven? Yeah, they, six, I think, yeah. There's another character of the Mormon church that is so prevalent prevalent even in Heather's story but we've gotten like we all have this perception of okay like here comes the Mormon church and we follow the Mormon mommy bloggers or whatever and so we kind of walked into this season wondering well how are we going to have Mormons who drink people who aren't Mormon people who are like it didn't make sense and it makes sense now because of Heather I think yes. she yes that's a like, great, that's your, 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 that's so dead on right. And I also think that's what gives this show staying power is that a lot of the other housewives do not, when you have religion as a backdrop, that's another thing that gives it such a solid foundation that the other housewives shows you can like, well, New York, what is that? A money? What are you, but like right. religion, if you have that as a backdrop, you have so many places to go in seasons two and three. If you have that, because even in this, we, we get that question finally from, I think Sharif to Lisa Barlow yeah. of, wait, what about the drinking? You own an alcohol company. Do you, what is your thoughts on that? And finally, it was a question we've all been asking ourselves about Lisa for the last, and we finally get it asked by a character. And she's like, well, you know, what did she say? Like, well, I'm a, I'm a Mormon, but I'm not, um, 
I'm not a fundamental Mormon. I'm not my religion. It belongs to me, which I was like, good for you. But the question is now like Sharif. And I think that also came because they were talking about him being Muslim and the drinking. And I think like all you're missing at this point, because Heather's been the most like Mormon church. Here we go, which I think is going to be a really big part of the reunion because that seemed, you know, the Mormon mommy bloggers that I've, you know, I don't follow, but I follow threads about <laughs> Uh, you follow they, re- they reacted to that first episode upset i think lisa didn't like how it was portrayed i think you know lisa has to come out a little more in favor of her faith because whitney and heather have been like this is why we left this is what it did to us and i'm not saying it's the wrong religion like i'm not going to judge anyone's religion but like there's Mary running her own church and we've gotten some glimpse into whatever is happening there and yet nothing at all because that's me. <laughs> and then you have, it's just, it's a lot of, it, it all ties together. And I think the reunion and like you said, future seasons is just going to always have this like thread running through it to kind of keep circling back on that you're keep thinking, well, this is why Heather left, but that's why Lisa stayed. And now they're arguing over this probably because, you know, there's overarching, I think. I think it is really fascinating, though, that the Heather and Whitney, the two characters that you just pointed out that has left the Mormon church, not by their own designs, actually, mm-hmm. you know, are two of the most solid ladies on the show. And I find it very interesting also then if you then put Lisa and Meredith, everybody's like, oh, they look the same. But they also have a very kind of similar, not not aesthetic, but a similar drive in terms of, I believe, career. Lisa way more so. But we have... Um, Lisa and John, we have a scene where they're out to dinner. And I find that she's a really weird one because John, we have a man saying, Hey, I want to make goals with us and the kids. And she's like, well, we only, I want to make, I got to do business. I got to, I got to do it all. And it's very interesting. And I kind of really like that storyline of showing a woman just as not, I don't want to say money hungry and power hungry, but wanting to be as successful as possible. We usually get that from like men shows, quote unquote. And we have this and we have a guy going, Hey, could you, could you pull it back? I know like, you know, we're last and the kids and got, you know, like it's a very, different perspective than what we usually see I think well and I think it's a different housewives perspective too because I think one of the thing what is that like it's cannibalizing itself in the sense of these women who start on these shows and then start making their own merch like the minute Dorinda started making merch for me I was like I'm losing yeah as soon as like she's like clip it and then like the next day there was clip it like shirts I was like no I was a little upset these women I mean Meredith Lisa Heather Mary has a church. Uh, those four have a business that like is outside of this. Like they're making, they're working. This is like, this is a second piece to their life as opposed to we're going to use, they might use this to fuel and build on what they've done, which like great for them. But like I, when, when these housewives start these companies on the back of the series And not that that's not smart. That's what Bethany did. And Bethany created the clause that like had them all now had to chip in like to Bravo because they're giving them this platform. Wait, wait, wait. By the way, a lot of people don't realize that. Bethany, you guys, uh, you know, Bethany, I think is the only housewife, right? That does not have to pay anything towards Bravo. But now anybody that features their products on Bravo, Bravo does get a piece, correct? That's what you're speaking of? I think that's what it, I think that's how it is because Bethany, Bethany wrote the 
clause into her contract or something that because she was building yeah. her business and she knew she was using this as a marketing ploy to protect herself. And so from then on out, Bravo, I think it's even featuring stuff. Yeah, I think it's more featuring. I don't think they can take a chunk of like if they start a product and don't show it on the show. But I think these women use the show to feed the hats, like Robin's hats. I don't know. I don't know how that still works, but like it might, Bravo gets some kind of percentage, I think. Is Bravo's how- like, I want some of that Sonia microwave money. Let's go. Right. Like Bravo's been banking on Sonia for a decade and they're like- well, I you- still don't know what Jen Shaw does. I know she has a business and she has offices everywhere, but I do not know. I know she has Shaw Squad merch already, which I'm like, well, that's and- another one where I was like, slow down, uh-huh. Jen, slow well, down. It's all going to be Coach okay. Shaw- Coach Shaw, like when they were talking about the traveling thing, that's when I got confused because he's saying like, she's mad at me because I travel so much for work. But then when she travels for work and I'm home and I was like, wait a sec, what does she do? He said marketing or something. And so I don't want to discredit that she doesn't have a career or Whitney doesn't either. But like those two, for me, I haven't seen yet what their lives were before this besides a family and like a great life and I'm not discounting it but I think the difference in these other four women not to say other housewives haven't come in with a business and like already been established but these four like want to work Heather is like her company is what what she say it's worth 20 million or something Meredith yeah Yeah. jewelry to stars Vita Tequila, it sounds like it's doing well, according to- <laughs> uh, Yeah, she's- yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was maybe, she has the most cringe moments for me. And I think they're genuine. Like, I don't think she's trying to brag and it's not coming off right. She said like- I think that's in her DNA. That's how she is. Yeah. You know, even when she was talking about being on a snowmo- snowmobile since she was five, like that sounded like she was bragging. And then she got to the part that her sister like almost killed her on the snowmobile. And I'm like, yeah, but you started with been like, I've been snowmobiling since I was five. <laughs> like she's, I, I like it because I do think she's herself. And I think you need someone yeah. thumbs up. I think you need like the bitch. And I don't want to say like, she's a bitch, but I do think she's like not going to take bullshit and she does not handle bullshit well. And I think the, first big fight I mean it was the thumbs up which is wild to me but eventually we will get either she'll be defending Meredith against Jen or whatever it is like there's something she's gonna come to bat for someone or for herself and like look out because that is not who I'd want to go up against. Well, that's the hey, that's the Queen of Sundance. You don't you don't cross the, you queen, don't of mess with the queen of Sundance. But also, I do think when it was that with her and her John at the dinner table at the restaurant when that conversation was happening, I did get the sense that John, you can speak all you want, but Lisa's going to do what Lisa's going to like. You're not going to stop Lisa from doing her business. You know, right. like she she's she's going eighty miles an hour, and I do not think she's going to slow down. I no. wish, uh, I wish her kids would eat better. I just think of them with that poor fast food nonstop and, uh, that can't be good. Um, but they look like they got a great gene pool between like, they're both, <laughs> they're, 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 I mean, no, like, so obviously honestly, looks, looks is going to be fine. Uh, the Whitney and her dad. Now that's a fascinating relationship and it's a very real relationship. And it's something that I really have admired Whitney because I've never, somebody with a baby doll voice, which I know I made fun of initially, she's very strong and she's actually very clear in what she says. Yes. He goes up to visit her dad at the uh, the the rehabilitation center that he voluntarily checked himself into. They also let a le- little line here that I 
did they they said in this episode uh in the they're like oh my dad since he had some drinks at my wedding but I don't yes, remember that line from an rehearsal. earlier episode. I don't remember that line no. initially. So that was either. new information, which I was like, interesting. But I guess the dad, you guys, is going to get paired up with another roommate instead of having his own room. And he's like, no, I can't do it. I gotta, I gotta, that's, that's where I draw the line. So made Whitney come up to have a family meeting about this. And Whitney very point blank said, hey, dad, I want to, support you and not feel I'm expected to support you. We find out that he charged her $30,000 and gave her an itemized list of the money he had spent on her as her father through the years. That is dark stuff. Yeah. I, first of all, I'd like to just round of applause for your imitation of him. I'm sure you've already- Hey man, I got it. I'm ready to get back in the game. I'm ready. Hair, hair's what I do, man. It's pretty dead on. Like, had to look to see if you were playing um i yeah i think i don't know whitney for me i i don't like i feel like she has been shown the most maybe of everyone and maybe that's whitney and heather again like i feel like everybody else you know easing in and they're saying like oh my you know marriage it's hard marriage is hard or working is hard both of the you know whitney's being like here's my dad. And, and I had to leave the church or was forced to leave because of my marriage and Meredith or Heather saying the same thing. Not that Meredith hasn't shown a lot, but like I said, lackadaisical, and I just can't get a read on the whole approach, but I, Whitney's whole story it's for sex episodes in, I feel like we know four seasons worth of Whitney. Like, I feel like yes. a lot of her and I'm a little, we got lighter Whitney on the pole and after, <laughs> and I don't think we've gotten that back since. And I'm kind of, I think they're trying to get us all attached because they only gave them 12 episodes. And they're like, look, you guys got to show us different sides and whatever. And I appreciate that what she's shown. Cause I do think it's very real. And she's, you know, giving a voice to this and a voice to kids taking care of their parents and going through all, like there's so much there. I just want to see Whitney have fun again on this show. Cause I feel like, well, I mean, it is, I mean, to, to go through heavy. something like this, I, I, I really was like, man, that is so real. It's almost too real when you compare it to something like real, like Mary, but she's so off the wall that it's laughable. This is not really funny. Like we guys, we started with the rumor with Whitney of she was like a swinger. Where is that rumor? Let's bring that right. back into play, you know, like, cause I'm sure that has some truth to it. So like, it is interesting to deal with this very real situation. And what's sadder, I saw Whitney, Whitney mm-hmm. posted something this week. Her dad has been out of contact with her and she does not know where he's at or how he is. And that's, you know, that, I mean, that's just so real, you know, what do you, you can't addiction yeah. is a gnarly thing, you know? I think she's, I, I think she's, I don't know how to say like, like the strength and like the story she's told. And also just like, she's like, okay, I open this door. Like, I'm going to tell you all like, and I'm just going to keep sharing and it's not over. It doesn't feel over sharing. It doesn't feel like he's on there too. She's not talking about this to like, say like, I've got daddy issues or something. And the dad's not on the show. Like he, he's come on too. Like they both done this together and shown this journey together. And I appreciate that from the dad's side too, because he didn't have to give us, you know, he's, I don't know, maybe this is inspiration for a lot of people. Maybe this is just 
for a lot I'm of- I'm a star, baby. Come on. Yeah. They need me out there, baby. Come on. I just, it's hard I to- hope he doesn't, I, I hope he doesn't it. use the, I hope he doesn't use this show as a way to say that it hindered his sobriety and blames mm-hmm. Whitney for, uh, blames Whitney for that. I get a little nervous about that. Yeah, I mean, when she said the itemized list thing, I just thought, yeah, I feel like it's very, you know, Ramona Singer, like we got to know that Ramona's dad, like, you know, 10 seasons in and to Ramona Singer, I bequeath nothing. And (laughs) it's, it's so like, that was so far into it. And I think Whitney has just been like, all right, this is my life. And if I'm going to do this show, this is it. And it in retro like looking at like an OC though where I feel like it's just too heavy for me to take on even with her heavy real life stuff real life stuff that she's showing I still am very much enjoying her and I want to know more and I that doesn't even mean like I don't need to know any more of her personal life if she wants to share it great if not like I think she's just doing it well across the board and just kind of I don't know. I, I can't find the right word because it's not something I'm going through and not something I've experienced. And I just like have to applaud her and wish her the best and also wish her another successful season. Cause I, I love, I love, like, I love you working through your, like, there's something about Whitney. Like I love there's, I love you working through that. I can see the gears turning and you have complicated feelings, but at the same, I love it. I well, love it might it. be because it might be because like Ramona, like to talk about like a Ramona, like Ramona is like a mother figure. That's kind of how Leah like has said before, like Ramona for me is so much older, like Whitney's my age. So it might, or like close to it. Like I'll be 30 this year. Whitney's what, 34? I don't, around there? Yeah, 34, 34, yeah, yeah. So that is my age. Like this is my, like to have some, she's going through all this and I kind of have to look at her in a different light and be like, it's not like I'm looking at a housewife. Like I'm looking at, you know, I think as you get older, we're going to look at people our same age on all these shows. That's like why Vanderpump Rules had to end because we could never relate to them anymore. We were well, like, Well, you no, know, no. but isn't it, don't you watch, like I was watching Home Alone this Christmas and like, I'm still that little boy. I'm still that, I'm like, oh my God, my my parents left me. Like, I, I still, I can put myself, I'm I, yeah. I'm old and I, I still think of myself as every age that I see, you know? Yeah, and I think maybe, maybe it's just like Whitney, like she's your age, you're almost looking in a mirror in the sense of like, you're now close enough that you could be a housewife. Maybe I'm just thinking of myself as a housewife and like how much I could be willing to show. Like as this, like, you know, I don't know, like there's divorces. I haven't been through divorce, but like parenting stuff like that, it just feels like she's sharing so much from this perspective that we're all like, oh shit. Like, you know, we'll have, our parents will get older, whether it's an age thing, whether it's, you know, just life in general, she's giving us a lot of real life shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. My age, maybe that's it. Was a well, deep, deep take for me. No, no, I'm but I, but I, but it's confused very by my own thoughts. Like you have somebody like you know, you have somebody like Jen who's like creating all of this drama and like, yeah, she's yeah. lonely with Sharif, and yes, her dad passed away a year ago. But Whitney's actively dealing with something that seems like on a daily basis. That even when the cameras aren't there, she probably gets these desperate calls from her dad, and it's probably really not as fun to be on a housewife show when you're actively going through something day mm-hmm. after day and worrying about the livelihood of your parent of yeah. all things. You know, um, I do think you mentioned uh, as we start wrapping up. As you mentioned, um, the I thought it was this great. Um, 
kind of dumb summer loving between the guys and the girls, the guys at the sports table and the girls in the hot tub. And it was like, summer loving, tell me how your wife is uh, messed with your head. You know, like it was this interesting thing. Yeah, they they all, I don't, that for me, I kind of, because I think I was like, who who belongs to who here? Because we've seen them all individually. And I think a lot of that, like they've said has come, or not that they've said, but I'm inferring has come from how this has been filmed and two different crews so that we've gotten a lot of like at-home shots trying to meet these people and we're meeting their spouses. But this was kind of the first mixing of couples. And then like the men, like you think of the men of New Jersey always are splitting off to be like, oh, my wife, Joe yeah. Borga. <laughs> You know, and it's like, I I'm feel like, like this sex with Melissa times today. Exactly. Like, I feel like we've, I, we haven't gotten attached to any of these men. I think Sharif is sexy. I think Whitney's, and he's any, any, any no, he's another guy that seems like he knows himself and he knows his yes. wife. And he's like, he try he, he goes, you know, every time his wife calls her at work, he's like, Hey baby, how you doing? I love you so much. Okay. Yeah. Well, stay strong. I love you. You're so strong. I love you so much. Goodbye. You know, like he, yeah. he puts her, he, he gets her exactly what she needs as quickly as possible. Well, and I liked that too. Cause we got a lot of um, like confessionals about all of them hanging out or they used it like well in the scene of like, Lisa being like, does he know his wife? Or her yeah, saying, yeah, exactly. Jen Shaw couldn't marry a Jen Shaw. They'd be divorced. Like, I think, and I think Lisa is in a very similar relationship, only her husband, whose name I can't even remember because he's pretty unremarkable to me. John, yeah. I, John, I, I don't mean that. Unrecognizable I think name. it works. I think it works. I think John is a shadow of a human. <laughs> Oh yeah, like his hair, like you can tell, like his body's not like he's fine, but he's just like a non. There's like an invisible man aspect to him, you know. Yeah, I and I think that works for them, and I bet you know. Also, the cameras. I don't put a lot of stock in the men, how they perform in front of the camera. Even though I do think a lot of these guys have given us a lot of personality and shown us a lot, but that doesn't mean John doesn't, because I, these women signed up for this show, like their families kind of did. But I'm sure he's like, no, like, I don't have to perform for the cameras or whatever. But he still was being like, yeah, our relationship, like, he was the quietest of the men at the foosball table or whatever it was. <laughs> he was nodding. He was definitely like, yes. Huh? Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I see you. Like, they all were kind of, I felt like talking in code. Oh, like, I, you're, you're well. so dead like, on right. <laughs> The, the funny thing was uh, with Seth in those scenes, the two scenes with Seth and the guys, this is how I view Seth now though, is that Seth sits down in the first scene with Sharif and he's like, hey, you got any adult beverages? Hey, I'm Seth, I'd like an adult beverage, you know? And he drinks and then he's like, he's the guy that always asks kind of uncomfortable questions and keeps going. He's like, drink, what's the drink thing with you guys, Muslims? What's the drink thing? And he's like, well, yeah. And then he goes, hey, what about you, Mormon? That's a Mormon thing, right, huh? What do they think about sleep with another? Like, he just kept asking kind of like personal questions that they were happy to answer. But it was like, Seth, man, like, don't you read a situation? Like, I guess maybe that's part of his charm. But like, sometimes I feel like he like goes 10 steps too far. Yeah, I felt like this was the first we've seen him. But he pushed her like in those scenes, like when they were at dinner. And she gives very little back when he's like, you don't even show me your phone. Like, you don't even do this. And she was just like, well, I don't want to. Yeah. Like, like, he goes, what? I'd love if you'd look at my phone. I'd love, I'll give right. you my phone right now. She's like, I don't want your phone. Yeah, she's so, it, it's fascinating to me. So I think when he gets in like, uh, 
high dynamic group or even like a different dynamic. I think between her and Brooks, like they are so like chill, whatever. Like they speak wow. telepathically with each other. They speak yes, in frowns. Like those two are like those are twins. And so he's like out being like, okay, got a question for you. Are you going to engage with me? Like, let's talk. (laughs) I think he's really into it. I think the best move was that Whitney's husband wasn't there because I don't think he would have gotten it. I don't think he would have been nodding. I don't think he would have been, I think they are very much when he sat with her and her dad and like talked to her dad and was very there for her not that these men aren't there for their wives. I just feel like their past, like he left a relationship to be with Whitney. Like they might have ups and downs, but they're like, you know what? We've been through it all. Like we're good. These other guys are kind of going through probably like the midlife crisis stage of, okay, so my wife joined a reality TV show. How's your life going? Like what, how's work for you? And John's like, Lisa and I work together. I drive her to get sodas. I was like, Jesus Christ. This guy was like, he depresses me to be honest. Yeah, I I mean, there is, it is funny. And like, you think about somebody like Sharif and Jen, they've been in a marriage for what, like 20 years. And it seems like she was the same level of Jen Shaw she is now. That's a long 20 years, guys. And it just goes to show you people change, but not a lot, you know, like he's probably had to be that rock for Jen for 20 years. But I think that shows that Jen has been that way. Like, I think that's when people are saying Jen's putting it on for the cameras and it's this big thing. Oh, yeah. His perspective today or this week was really good to show that like, she's like this. And she would just like nod in the testimony, like in the confessionals, she was just like grinning, like awkwardly. Like he puts her in a good spot. She goes to her friends and is like, well, Coach Shaw doesn't, she's like, I want a Coach Shaw pep talk, but he didn't go to my dad's funeral, which like, I wouldn't touch that with a 10 foot pole if I was Meredith or Lisa. But it, I, I feel like she's, this is how it's been in their relationship for a long time. And I don't know if like now the sounding board is the TV show and she's putting it out there that like a year and a half ago, he didn't go to her dad's funeral, which is still weighing on her understandably. But like, I'm curious when we get to the reunion again, what does he have to say about how much she kind of put him on blast with this understandably, but like, have they talked about it since? Is he like, what the hell were you doing? I already and do, the hu- do all the husbands come to the reunion? Like, do we get like, you know, Potomac, Ooh. we didn't get all the husbands. I think all these guys are in. What's that? It's gonna, I'm going to be about 15. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. That was my mom. Sorry. We're almost there. You're fine. Uh, I'm at my parents' place. Yeah. Um, so, um, Okay, so the last scene of this uh, show was Meredith in the jacuzzi with the ladies. And we had just seen Seth go, it's great. You know, it feels like the feeling I got 25 years ago with her. We're, we're on this great spiritual path. And then Meredith says, you know, I'm not going to let the girls know that we're getting back together. I want to make sure. And she's like, I think we're headed in a really positive direction. Like she really holds her cards so close to her vest that it's just a very interesting dynamic to go from Seth talking about her to her talking about Seth, but she's also using it as a, well, I'm protecting myself with these ladies because, you know, Jen is a blabbermouth. Yeah, I think it all, I think Meredith has a better read on people and that comes from maybe her calm, cautious, like non-reactionary ways. Like I think she waits to get, you know, she's already seen Jen flip out on Mary. I would, feed Jen a lot of information. She's not who I'd, 
you know, go to, you know, when they sat at that dinner and Jen said that Mary said something at the, uh, like about not 7-Elevens, but like convenience stores and how unsafe they were in like a certain part of town. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought like, but that was like a year ago. Not saying that if Mary said that, that was right. I'm just saying Jen Shaw seems to be someone who's maybe collecting anecdotes and how uh, Coach Shaw said, you know, yeah, I jab at her. But like when I'm going to like say something to her, I mean it. She like stabs me with a butter knife. And it's like, what, what was that? Why was that necessary? I think she's so reactionary with the information she's given that she blows anyone's cover. So like, she's, and she's reactionary course. and she's the most encouraging to get the information. She's yeah, one of those people that are like, tell me obvious. anything, tell me yeah. anything, girl. Like, tell me anything. She's probably the first one that'll be there to listen to everything that you have to say, but she's catalog she's cataloging all of it, you know? She is, yeah, she's a she wants to be the bone collector, but like <laughs> one wants to give her the bones because they know what she's doing. Like, and Heather kind of was like, and I couldn't tell if Heather was saying she was upset with Jen, because even when Whitney poked her about it, about the mayor stuff. Heather was like, yeah, Jen told me about that in her testimonial. She said it, but I thought we were not going to say anything about that. Like, let's not talk about it. So she was upset. And I couldn't tell if it was either that she was upset that Jen told Whitney also, or that Jen was taking this rumor around. Because as Heather was talking, she was a little like, that's Meredith's story. I don't want to get involved. I don't need to bring this around. But she was pretty quick to repeat it in testimonials. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. Whitney was already like, yeah, Jen told me. So I couldn't tell what Heather, but I, I'd like Heather to call out Jen a little because she's not a good friend and she's a loyal friend, I do believe, but she was the first one. Only Meredith knew about the separation or Jen knew about the separation at that point. And she was the first one to be like, guess what I know? Just because Meredith talked to Mary, like just because yeah, yeah, yeah. takes everything. And she admitted that herself, which... I again appreciate. I don't think Jen's acting. I don't think this is, I think she is this confusing of a conundrum of multiple personalities, maybe. Yeah. Well, we get to find out tomorrow night, the new episode. I do want to end this interview full circle is that, uh, Lucy, we have have a People magazine article. <laughs> Kim Kardashian is preparing to divorce Kanye West. He knows that it's coming soon, says Source. After nearly seven years, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West's marriage may soon be coming to end. According to multiple sources, she's planning to divorce the rapper. The quote is, he knows that she's done. She has had enough. And she told him that she wants some space to figure out her future. Um, West is bracing for a filing, but doesn't know when it will take place. He's okay. He's sad, but okay. He knows the inevitable will happen and he knows that it's coming soon. As to when Kardashian, who is working with top divorce lawyer, lawyer Wasser will file a second source says that it will happen eventually, but she's waffling. Reps for Kardashian and West did not immediately respond to people's requests for con uh, comment. Kim is working projects that are important to her and Kanye has his, the source says, their lives don't overlap much. That's been the big quote is like for the last month, there was something that teased earlier, their lives don't overlap, yes. something to that extent. And I thought then we're putting this out there to prepare people. Now I will tell you on TMZ, Kim and Kanye, in marriage counseling, dot, 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 divorce on the table. 
Kim and Kanye have been in marriage counseling. We've learned the subject of divorce was looming for much of 2020, but they haven't given up. So this is TMZ. This is and this is TMZ, TMZ is supposedly has the direct line with Chris Jenner, supposedly. Yes, but anytime, oh, I think it's supposedly anytime it says close family source, that means it's directly from the Kardashians. Um, back and forth, we're told at times thinking divorce was the only option, but other times thinking there was a chance to save their marriage. Yeah, I mean, his, his, her ambivalence is understandable with four small kids. Um, oh my God, more breaking news. Dr. Dre suffers brain aneurysm in <gasps> ICU at LA Hospital. Dr. Dre is at Cedar sinai Medical Center, and he's in the middle of a huge divorce right now. And his wife actually put out a thing that he has plenty of money and she's hiding money from her today. So now all of a sudden he's suffering a brain aneurysm. I mean, this is crazy stuff. Wow. Uh, okay. So we got TMZ and people involved. That was your mm -hmm. one wish. Um, so we got wish. that. Um, yeah, I, I, I can't figure out. I'm going to still go on the record that we're getting some mixed messages, I'll say. <laughs> I can't tell if that's on purpose to have, you know, I think that's also painting a really good picture for Kim. She's waffling. They're unsure. Both are comfortable. Like, I feel like we're going to- It's kind of wording. That wording is very important. I feel like we're going to drag this out to make both of them, and not to say that they haven't fought for their relationship, but I do think they've probably spent most of 2020 going through this. And now we're going to tease it out article by article, maybe to build up a Hulu season. But may, may I say that is that, you know, waffling and you say, you know, dragging something out. This is why I argue with the Kardashians in particular, their best show is everything that is not on the show. This is the show. This is the show. The show is what we put together. The show is them dragging this out now. This isn't a filmed show, but this is the show. Their lives are the show. And that's why I find fascinating of this dragging it out. We've been in this situation for them. I feel like we're in season four of the Kim and Kanye divorce. And it's just, they've managed to keep this going by like little pieces of information, little mm -hmm. breakdowns. We've had so many, you know, when uh, Kanye had the TMZ, slavery is not a choice when he had not take his meds, mm -hmm. you know, like Kim release a statement. It's very interesting, all these little things to happen. So this is the most information. And the fact that Laura Wasser's name keeps, she's one of the yes. highest, she's a huge defense attor divorce attorney and for her name to be brought into this is pretty solid like that's her name's not going to yeah. get thrown out there without proof you know she wouldn't let her name out there without proof like she's on retainer for kim kardashian like you, you, there's something this is definitely big works it might already be happening because like you said there's a lot of financial stuff to go into this so who's to say they're not already halfway through the divorce proceedings, but the articles, except someone would know if they'd filed already. That's the only yeah. thing. If they filed, people will Google it. Gosh, I just, I don't know. It's going to happen. I just, there's something, there's a piece missing. And I think they're, they're uh, missing something. Yeah. So, I, so Lucy, you have done it again. I could talk pop culture with you I for know. the rest of my <laughs> life. I, I'm already excited for the next time you're on. Um, I will say I wanted to also, and you did this really cool article for, I believe, Entertainment Weekly. Um, um, and that I thought was, could you, could you say what that was real quick for everybody? Because I just thought it was so cool. Yeah. 
was um, a partnership with Peacock that they just kind of wanted to touch base because um, all the episodes have been coming over to Peacock. And so of all the housewives and things all, like that, all the housewives in the past season. So they kind of wanted to reintroduce or talk through reason with people who haven't seen it. Um, why each of these seasons and kind of, it was like, you know, three paragraphs for each show, 10 years, some of these shows to kind of say, yeah, casserole, uh, car wreck, I, you know, all the, <laughs> Throwing words Aviva's around, editing. Yeah. yeah, I was just like, I don't even know how you. That I had run on sentences for sure that had to be edited through. But yeah, it was this interactive article. They did it all. Entertainment Weekly did, but it was really. Yeah, you guys, I'll put the link. I'll put the link in the show oh notes. God, you're so I thought sweet. it was sweet. I thought it was really cool, and it was like, I, as somebody that like reads Entertainment Weekly voraciously, and I grew up with that kind of stuff. I you, I mean, that was like before the internet for me was like just as a kid, just flipping through I as love- many. Us Weekly, all, any of those magazines that I could get my hands on. So I thought it was just one of the coolest things. But um, Lucy, of course, you guys know her. Lucy on the ground with rocks is the Instagram account. Um, I believe that's your Twitter as well. I, I always um, Lucy on the. I think it's just Lucy on the G. I think I locked myself out of the original one. So I yeah, I'm it- always. Uh, I always. I don't think you realize it's me, but I always smart uh, smart ass uh, smart off back to you on Twitter. I don't you think do. You- I'm Ryan Kardashian Jenner on there. And I thank you because you said of something. Of course you are. You said something last week about uh, what did you say of like, this is like the where people go to die, the mass singer or celebrity. <gasps> the mass dancer. The mass dancer. dancer. Celebrities go to die. And I was like, well, what about uh, uh, what was that wedding show? The marriage rehab. A marriage boot camp. Marriage boot. I was like, I feel like that's another place where celebrities really go to die. But um, Lucy O'Connor, you are amazing. Thank you so much for sending so much time on such an important day. We will always remember where we were when we found out Kim and Kanye were getting one of their divorces. So that's amazing. Together. We yes. were together. As, as it should be. Honestly, the next time something happens, I'm just gonna... We have to podcast. That's just, just okay, I gotta get on. The phone. I gotta get on. <laughs> um, but thank you so much for spending all this time. And hopefully you will come on again soon. Of course, always. Bye. Bye. Lucy O'Connor, isn't she amazing? That's it, folks. Uh, I will be keeping you up to date on any new news. I'm sure there will be much news. This is the time when I just wish they would chill. Can't we just slowly get back into the year? But happy new year once again, you guys. Let's rock this out. And I will talk to you very, very soon. Here's that song from earlier. She take my money. Well, I'm in need. Yes, it's a trifling friend of me. Uh. Now I ain't saying she a gold digger, but she ain't messing with no broke, broke. Now I ain't saying she a gold digger, but she ain't messing with no broke, broke. Get down, girl, gon' head, get down. Get down, girl, gon' head, get down. Get down, girl, gon' head, get down. Get down, girl, gon' head. Four kids and I gotta take all they bad Get your kids, but then they got their friends I pulled up in the bins, they all got a pen We all went to den, and then I had to pay If you fucking with this girl, then you better be paid You know why? Take too much to touch her From what I heard, she got a baby by Buster My best friend said she used to fuck with Usher I don't care what none of y'all say, I still love her Now I 
ain't saying she a gold digger, uh, but she ain't messing with no broke, broke, uh, and I ain't saying she a gold digger, uh, but she ain't messing with no broke, broke, uh, get down, girl, gon' head, get down, get down, girl, gon' head, get down, get down, girl, gon' head, get down, get down, girl, gon' head, 18 years, 18 years, she got one of your kids, got you for 18 years, I know somebody paying child support for one of his kids, his baby mama car crib is bigger than his, you will see him on TV, Given Sunday, win the Super Bowl and drive off in a Hyundai. She was supposed to buy a shorty Tyco with your money. She went to the doctor and got Lyco with your money. She walk around looking like Michael with your money. Shoulda got that insured Geico for your money. money. If you ain't no punk, holla, we want Brina. We want Brina, yeah. It's something that you need to have. And when she leave, she gon' leave with half. 18 years, 18 years, and on her 18th birthday, found out it wasn't his. Now, I ain't saying she a gold digger, uh, but she ain't messing with no broke, broke, uh. Now, I ain't saying she a gold digger, uh, but she ain't messing with no broke, broke, uh. Get down, girl, gon' head, get down, uh. Get down, girl, gon' head, get down. Get down, girl, gon' head, get down, uh. Get down, girl, gon' head. Digger, you got knees. You don't wanna do the smoke, but he can't roll up your sleeves. But while y'all wash him, wash him, he gon' make it to a beans out of that toxin. He got that ambition, baby. Look at his eyes. This week he mopping floors. Next week is the fries. So stick by his side. I know his dudes ballin' and yeah, that's nice. And they gon' keep callin' and tryin', but you stay right, girl. And when we get on, we be your for a white girl. Get down, girl. Gon' head, get down. Get down, girl. Gon' head, get down. Get down, girl. Gon' head. Let me hear that back. Batches.